This is Scientific American's 60 Second Science. I'm Jason Goldman. Got a minute? Once upon a time, on the big island of Hawaii, it would not have been unusual to hear... That's the call of the Hawaiian crow. It's a critically endangered species, now extinct in the wild after decades of habitat loss, persecution by farmers, and invasive diseases. In the mid-1990s, wildlife biologists rounded up the few surviving crows and put them into a captive breeding program. Today, Hawaiians can once again hear the calls of more than 100 Hawaiian crows, or alala as they are called there, but only in aviaries. Researchers once focused their efforts primarily on breeding and husbandry, but now they need to know more. And now that, you know, they're doing so well and it's at the point where, you know, that they could be in the wild again, that um, that now we could look at, you know, their vocalizations and their behaviors and things like that. University of Hawaii bioacoustics researcher Ann Tanamoto. Those other aspects, culture, if you will, are critical for a species as socially complex as the alala. Tanamoto and her team made recordings of captive-bred alala pairs at the Keaho Bird Conservation Center in Volcano, Hawaii, and compared them to recordings made in the early 1990s by Fish and Wildlife Service biologists of the last few wild pairs. The wild have more, like almost double the number of alarm calls than the aviary alala do, and they also have these really cool territorial broadcast calls that they do in the wild. That weren't found in captivity. The absence of the territorial call in captivity makes good sense because captive birds have different territory demands than wild ones. It also makes sense that they would have fewer alarm calls because captive birds don't experience the threat of predation. The study was published in the journal Animal Behavior. So we think that their vocalizations that are similar, um, avian wild, um, are more innate. So basically, like naturally inside of them. And those that differ are socially learned by being passed down generation to generation. So what happens when the captive bred birds are released? They won't have the luxury of learning these calls from their ancestors. It will definitely be interesting to determine if they will begin vocalizing something similar to, you know, to those that they used in the wild before, or if they will begin vocalizing call types that are completely different than those that were in the wild previously. In Hawaiian mythology, the alala are thought to lead souls to their final resting place near the Kale volcano. With luck, scientists can help the rare species avoid their own journey to Kale. Thanks for the minute. For Scientific American's 60 Second Science, I'm Jason Goldman.